What WNBA team should you pick? And Natalie Williams, general manager of the Las Vegas Aces on Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. I'm JP Chunga on the Utah Jazz Podcast Network, presented by First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz, and MLS number 3112, equal housing lender. Look, I'll just tell you right now, pretty cool to catch up with a general manager anytime that I have an opportunity, but on the eve of the WNBA season, frankly, this is game day for him. Aces take on the Mercury tonight on NBA TV. You can catch the W throughout the NBA offseason as you're catching NBA playoff games. Check them both out. I wanted to give you a pod special with this one because you know Natalie Williams. She was on the broadcast. She was a Hall of Famer coming up through Taylorsville High. She is now the general manager over there in combination with Becky Hammond. She'll make the pitch as why you, a Utah Jazz fan listening to Round Ball Roundup, should pay attention to the W and pay attention to the Las Vegas Aces. And I've already told you about my W fandom. I think I talked about it with Holly Rowe when she came on the pod. Starts with Emma Mieseman, player who wasn't in the league last season, so I kind of bandwagon jumped on a couple of teams. Aces were one of them. But she's on the Chicago Sky this year. If she's going to play like Memento Kerr, she's got a fan of me. So I will be following the Sky as my Eastern Conference team. But my Western Conference team could be the Aces. It's an easy trip to Vegas. Drive, six hours, bang, catch a game, get back. I like the W, and if you like hoop, if you're junkie, you have to get something past NBA playoffs. That's why I watch the regular season of the NBA. I just like watching basketball. WNBA, great opportunity and a great product this year. They got more games, and they got a high-caliber level of talent. So, please enjoy It is Natalie Williams, general manager of the Las Vegas Aces. She joined me. We're talking W, previewing the season, talking her team, her transition into her new role, and a surprise jump in with Becky Hammond. Please enjoy Natalie Williams on Round Ball Roundup. Free BG! Well, I mean, I I would really consider myself just a, a basketball junkie. I absolutely love it. I have loved coaching it. I thoroughly enjoyed playing it, and just to be part of the WNBA again is a dream come true. In that player's perspective, you know what they're going through. You know, you know what it's like. How do you lean on that experience in this role? Well, I, you know, and I know how they're feeling in every instance. It's really nice to have that experience, but um, my job here is just to really help the Aces be as successful as possible to continue to grow the league and to help spread the word of the amazing athletes that the WNBA has. Amazing franchise. I mean, in the front office and what Mark Davis has done and Nikki Fargus uh, building this program and organization is incredible. So bringing Becky Hammond, Hammond in is a dream come true. And she was a great team, or not a great teammate, but a great uh, peer of mine as we played together, you know, in the WNBA just a few years ago. <laughs> about 20 years ago, (laughs) Uh, almost 20, but, uh, you know, we've been great friends ever since, and it's really fun to get to work alongside her again. 
you can still wear that former player hat because Sue Bird's still playing. You know, she's you, oh, you played with players who are still in the league right now. That is crazy. I don't know how Sue is going to be able to walk in five years, but uh, yeah, there's no way. Nope, none of that. I don't jump anymore. And you shouldn't. You alluded to it. Becky Hammond, uh, the new head coach of the Las Vegas Aces. What was that coup to get her on board? What does she establish as a leader of this franchise, as the head coach, and with her experience in the NBA, bringing it over to the W? Yeah, well, Becky has worked extremely hard to get to where she is. Um, and what a great coach to bring in. I mean, we're very fortunate because she was probably next in line for an NBA job. Um, and I know that the Spurs, they loved her. Uh, Popovich absolutely loved her. I know he was super sad to be, uh, you know, losing her. And we are very benefiting from it. I mean, the players love her. Oh, speaking over there, she is right by her. <laughs> Hi, Becky. I'm talking about you. Are your ears burning? Come over here for a sec, group. So this, this is great, right? What a special. Uh, we're on a little podcast here. There she is. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> Becky Hammond, first WNBA game that I went for the New York Liberty and Madison Square Garden. So I appreciate Becky Hammond as a little York, kid. Yeah. Little kid. Little, little kid. kid. I know, and that's what they keep saying. Oh, I love watching when I was five years old. Thank yeah. you. Now let me tell you about First Colony Mortgage. They've been serving the lending needs of Utah for more than 35 years. As a mortgage banker, First Colony Mortgage offers advantages over other lenders. Not only do they process mortgages, they also underwrite fund and close mortgage loans all in-house their expert team is ready to help you with your home financing needs just check them out first colony mortgage the official mortgage lender of the utah jazz ah, there she is yeah right there no she's awesome and it's just great to be back together again what type of changes do you see when you come into your role? The clearly the biggest offseason move, losing Liz Cambage, she goes to the Sparks. You still have a very formidable roster of its own right, but you're diving into this job. You see that as a, a loss, but the addition of Becky Hammond. Where do you go with this team and what to expect for the season to come? Well, I think that, um, you know, the Aces did well last year, but this year you're going to see a much faster team, um, a better defensive team, a quicker team, more movement, more sharing the ball. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for other teams to defend. The system that Becky has put in um, is more catered towards how the NBA plays with just a ton of movement. And it's going to be fun to watch and it'll be completely different from last year. Who's due for a breakout on this Vegas Aces team? <laughs> well, I can, I can, I feel pretty confident saying that uh, Kelsey Plum is going to do very well this year. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, it's going to be fun to watch the rookie. Uh, Kirsten Bell is amazing. And if she's able to get some good minutes with all those veterans, I think she's going to have a good season. How do you use your coaching experience being at it at all levels into the role that you're in now where you're you're looking a grander view you've got drafts to look forward to next year you have long-term planning within this job 
How do you use that coaching experience? Well, I think for me, it's just, you know, I've been recruiting and scouting players for the last 16 years that I've been coaching. So just continuing to look at what's already in the league and seeing what we need to fit our team, um, not only in the future, but, you know, in the near future, depending on what happens. So um, just constantly looking at the players coming up. And, and that's something I love to do. I love scouting, love watching games. And it's, I mean, literally I sat the other day, <laughs> I think I was sitting in the arena in Minnesota and I said, this is my office. I mean, it's crazy with the calm before the storm. And I'm like, this is what I get paid for to sit here and watch basketball. It's great. How much of a pinch me moment is that? Because you, I can't imagine that somebody who's a two sport athlete at UCLA is thinking, you know, this is going to be my job in the future. And especially at that time in the nineties yeah. thinking I can continue this. This isn't going to be the last time that I'll be around a floor. And this is going to be the last time that I'm going to be around big crowds seeing and watching athletes at a high level. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly a dream come true. And what I've always noticed in my life is if you put things out into the universe, they kind of happen, you know, and, and I had said a few months ago, I'm like, my dream is to finish coaching my daughter who are now 15 and 12. And then in a few years, either get back into the WNBA through coaching or possibly be a GM. And, you know, two months later, Nikki Fargus calls me and says, hey, we'd really be interested in you being our general manager. And so it was, I mean, my mind was spinning. I couldn't even believe it. And, you know, I, at first I turned her down because I had a great business going in Salt Lake City with what I was doing. And, and then I kind of thought about it over the weekend. And um, two days later, I called her back and said, let's talk a little bit more about this because it is a dream. And I'm so glad I did it. Wait, you were going to say no? <laughs> I was. I did, actually. I said no the first time. So then how did she let you back in? Well, she just was patient. You know, Nikki knows how to be patient sometimes. So um, I'm, I'm really glad that she hadn't already you know, offered the job to someone else. So we talked a little bit more about it. And here I am, a part of this amazing franchise again. What is the biggest surprise that you've seen in your new role? Um... I, I don't know. I don't know if there's any surprises. I really don't get surprised about anything. Uh, I think the hardest thing that I've done so far is, you know, having to be the one. I'm the one that has to tell people that they unfortunately get waived and don't make our team. You know, that's probably the hardest job thus far. It's not something I enjoy. It wasn't, you know, it's not comfortable. It, it should never be comfortable to have to sit down with a young athlete who this is their dream and, and tell them, unfortunately, you haven't made our program. So, um, you know, that's the hardest thing, but the best thing is just to get to hang around these athletes every day and watch the best in the whole world play, um, you know, every single night, um, and just get to, get to know these girls. I mean, Kelsey Plum is amazing. And a lot of people don't really know that about these, these young women is they're just people and they're incredible athletes, but they're a lot of fun to be around. And it goes beyond... Uh, Kelsey Plum. You have Chelsea Gray on the ball, who is a wizard. That's a good word for her, a wizard. <laughs> I, I'd say, you know, she she's doing this magical passing. She's a playmaker. She she can do it all, really, as as yeah. a, a game manager for a team. Is that the next thing, expansion for this league? 
coming up? I hope shoot. I hope so. <laughs> I really do because it's I, I think it will help because it's hard when you watch NCAA basketball and you fall in love with certain players, right? And um only I would have to say maybe 24 of the college athletes made a team this year. And that's maybe two on each team. You know, Indiana obviously was in a different scenario. It'll be five great, you know, rookies and they needed them. Um, but every other team, I mean, are lucky to have two on their team. Lucky. For sure. So we've got to have expansion. And Utah, obviously. Not to put that in Ryan Smith's ear yeah. too much, but it would be a great franchise to get started and, and it worked before. Let's let's get back to that. Because you were on the Utah Stars. What was that time like? And um, I mean, it, the, the coolest thing was playing in front of my friends and family and everyone who watched me grow up. You know, that was the neat thing. Also, you know, I had adopted twins at that time. So I had my little kids there. Um, I think by the time I, in Utah, they were probably two and three. So to get them to be around all these amazing athletes to play with, the likes of Margot Dedick and Jennifer AZ, who is now in our front office here at the Aces. Uh, that was, it's just a dream come true to play in front of your home crowd. So that was really cool. And how were those crowds? Yeah. That team was drawing when they yeah. uh, left for San Antonio. Yeah, by the time our last season there, I mean, we had an amazing crowd. And that's what was really hard letting it go and knowing that we were no longer going to be in Salt Lake because we had worked really hard to create an incredible, um, you know, fan, fan base. Um, so that was hard to see that go because I think in the playoffs, we were averaging about anywhere from five to 7,000 a game. Then make the pitch. All right. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> jazz fan. I'm a jazz fan in Salt Lake city. I'm looking for a WNBA team to support the closest ones, Las Vegas. Why should I decide to be a fan of the Las Vegas aces this year? Well, you're going to see an incredible game. We have four Olympians on the team, four Olympic gold medalists. And um, Becky Hammond, one of the, the best coaches, I think, in the country. Quinn and, Snyder, um, Becky Hammond. Yeah. Yeah, Quinn Snyder, Becky Hammond. Just drawing the parallels for the <laughs> you. You'll love the product on the floor. It's going to be a lot of fun. So everyone should come down and watch an Aces game. And you won't get mad at me for – having my East Coast team with Emma Meesman. It's okay. I don't think Chicago's going to win it again, so it's going to be we're, – we're hoping for the Aces. <laughs> there you go. We're hoping for the Aces. And and I hope, you know, yep. Brittany Sykes has some success as a former Syracuse person. I'm rooting for Brittany Sykes on the Sparks. Yeah, she's a great player. She really is. But, you know, nothing better than Becky Hammond in her inaugural season uh, bringing in a championship. That would be pretty amazing. Las Vegas Aces General Manager Natalie Williams on the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yep, thank you. 